0: The Introduction of France and England in North America, Part 3, LaSalle, Discovery of the Great West. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Phil La LaSalle, Discovery of the Great West, by Francis Parkman, Jr. Introduction the Spaniards discovered the Mississippi. De Soto was buried beneath its waters, and it was down its muddy current that his followers fled from the El Dorado of their dreams, transformed to a wilderness of misery and death. The discovery was never used, and was well nigh forgotten. On early Spanish maps, the Mississippi is often indistinguishable from other affluents of the Gulf. A century passed after De Soto's journeyings in the south, before a french explorer reached a northern tributary of the great river this was jean nicolet interpreter at three rivers on the st lawrence he had been some twenty years in canada had lived among the savage algonquins of Alumet island and spent eight or nine years among the nipissings on the lake which bears their name here he became an indian in all his habits but remained nevertheless a zealous catholic and returned to civilization at last because he could not live without the sacraments strange stories were current among the nepissings of a people without hair or beard who came from the west to trade with a tribe beyond the great lakes who could doubt that these strangers were chinese or japanese such tales may well have excited Nicolet's curiosity and when in 1635 or possibly in 1638 he was sent as an ambassador to the tribe in question he would not have been surprised if on arriving he had found a party of mandarins among them perhaps it was with a view to such a contingency that he provided himself as a dress of ceremony with a robe of chinese damask embroidered with birds and flowers the tribe to which he was sent was that of the Winnebagoes, living near the head of the green bay of lake michigan they had come to blows with the Hurons, allies of the French, and Nicolette was charged to negotiate a peace. When he approached the Winnebago town, he sent one of his Indian attendants to announce his coming, put on his robe of damask, and advanced to meet the expectant crowd with a pistol in each hand. The squaws and children fled, screaming that it was a Manitou, or spirit, armed with thunder and lightning, but the chiefs and warriors regaled him with so bountiful a hospitality that a hundred and twenty beavers were devoured at a single feast from the winnebagos he passed westward ascended fox river crossed to the wisconsin and descended it so far that as he reported on his return in three days more he would have reached the sea the truth seems to be that he mistook the meaning of his indian guides and that the great water to which he was so near was not the sea but the Mississippi. It has been affirmed that one Colonel Wood of Virginia reached a branch of the Mississippi as early as the year 1654, and that about 1670 a certain Captain Bolton penetrated to the river itself. Neither statement is sustained by sufficient evidence. It is further affirmed that in 1678 a party from New England crossed the Mississippi, reached New Mexico, and returning reported their discoveries to the authorities of boston a story without proof or probability meanwhile french jesuits and fur traders pushed deeper and deeper into the wilderness of the northern lakes in sixteen forty-one Jacques and Rimbaud preached the faith to a concourse of indians at the outlet of lake superior then came the havoc and desolation of the iroquois war and for years farther exploration was arrested in sixteen fifty-eight fifty-nine, Pierre-Esprit Radisson, a Frenchman of Saint-Malo, and his brother-in-law, Medachois de Grossier penetrated the regions beyond Lake Superior, and roamed westward till, as Radisson declares, they reached what was called the Forked River, because it has two branches, the one towards the west and the other towards the south, which we believe runs towards Mexico, which seems to point to the Mississippi, and its great confluent, the Missouri two years later the aged jesuit Menad attempted to plant a mission on the southern shore of lake superior but perished in the forest by famine or the tomahawk outway succeeded him explored a part of lake superior and heard in his turn of the sioux and their great river the more and more the thoughts of the jesuits and not of the jesuits alone dwelt on this mysterious stream through what regions did it flow and whither would it lead them to the south sea or the sea of virginia to mexico japan or china the problem was soon to be solved and the mystery revealed end of the introduction